Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bitcoin can be an inflation hedge because its supply is limited. Unlike fiat money, which can be created out of thin air, the number of Bitcoins is capped at 21 million by a mathematical algorithm. But Bitcoin is not the only in-demand asset with a limited supply. If you want to invest in something that historically holds value well, even with inflation and has little correlation to stocks and crypto, consider a real but overlooked asset. Fine art. Contemporary art has outpaced the S&P 500 by a commanding 174% from 1995 to 2020, according to Citigroup. Invest in art icons like Andy Warhol, Picasso, and Banksy. This used to be an option only for the ultra-rich, like Elon Musk, Kathy Woods, and Jeff Bezos. But with the new investing platform, you can invest in iconic artworks too. Over 260,000 investors have signed up. So, if you want to join this art investing revolution, just head to masterworks.io slash decrypt for priority access. That's masterworks.io slash decrypt for priority access. See important disclaimers at masterworks.io slash disclaimers. Now, on to the show. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, billionaires, they got beef. Constitution Dow makes some decisions, and Regal takes on AMC. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, November 24th, 2021. Well, it's a tie. It's a tie. It's like six to six. Six people said I should take the day off tomorrow. And six people say that I should put out a Thanksgiving episode. So, since it's a tie, you're going to have to wait to see tomorrow what I do. Am I going to take the day off? Or are you going to see an episode pop up in your feed? Well, I'm going to have to let the suspense build. But you can still weigh in your vote until tomorrow at MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. And I'm recording this at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $56,700, down 1.3 in 24. Ethereum, $4,234, down 2.2. Binance Coin is in the number three spot at 585, down 2.1. Tether number four, Solana number five at 209, down 4%. Rounding off the top 10, we have Cardano, XRP, Polkadot, USDC, and Dogecoin. Oh, Crypto.com scooted up to number 12, by the way. And their ticker is CRO. About to hit a buck. Yo, did they really pop up. Total market cap, we're at $2.56 trillion. A BTC dominance of 41.8 and an F dominance of 19.6. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is number... 43 on CoinMarketCap. Monero, ticker XMR, 
Current price, $233.93, up 1.8% in 24. Its current market cap is $4.2 billion. Fully diluted market cap is $4.2 billion, so all of it is in supply. Monero's all-time high is $517. It's down 54% from that, and that was set seven months ago. Its all-time low was seven years ago at $0.21. It's up 110,000% since then. You can buy Monero everywhere, so let's just not even deal with that. You can buy it everywhere. However, it is a privacy coin, and it does have a little bit of, um, what's the word, controversy? Controversy for my UK listeners? Uh, so you want to make sure that you have access to it as, you know, a UK or EU or US or Australian citizen. Make sure that you have liquidity if you are trading or buying Monero on your normal exchanges. If you have your other ways to do it, then you do it from your, I don't know, local Bitcoins or local Moneros. That's great, too. So what is Monero? Well, Monero means money, apparently, according to their website, getmonero.org. It's private, decentralized cryptocurrency that keeps your finances confidential and secure. And I said there is controversy about Monero, and it's because a lot of people that are doing, well, shady business, want a privacy coin to make sure that they mask where it's coming from, where it's going, where, you know, the whole transaction process. And Monero, as we heard on this show, is the privacy coin of choice. There's other reasons besides shady business that you want to keep your finances, you know, private. But, you know, it is also a feature of shady business. What's your thoughts? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. What do you think about Monero and privacy coins? Moving into today's headlines. Constitution DAO has announced today that it will be shutting down operations, turning its Discord community to read-only, and leaving its Juicebox funding portal open only for contributors to claim refunds. The Constitution DAO website now states, we believe this project has run its course. If you guys remember, the DAO was created earlier this month to try to buy a copy of the Constitution. They raised $45 million, but it, it was not enough. They got beat to the bid by Citadel CEO Ken Griffin and anti-crypto dude. Yeah, I guess that's official. He's an anti-crypto dude. Well, if you heard from my podcast the other day, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, Uh, This guy likes to bid on a lot of expensive things. The second most expensive painting ever bought was by Ken Griffin, which was purchased for a half a billion dollars. Two paintings, one for 300 million, one for 200 million, a half a billion dollars. The Dalwood representative continued to say, We have determined that building and maintaining an ongoing project is not something that we as a core team are able to support, given the technical and administrative requirements of doing it properly. So it's official. The Dow has run its course. Macy's, the department store that branded Thanksgiving, is now giving away, and I said giving away, 9,500 NFTs to celebrate the 95th year of its Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. However, they're also selling 10 ultra-rare versions of the NFTs, and they're being auctioned, and they've already generated $41,000 in bids. Macy said that the giveaway would start Thursday, November 25th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The Macy NFTs are Ethereum-based tokens on the Polygon network, and they will donate 10% of every secondary market sale to Make-A-Wish Foundation, which I think is super cool. That's one thing I really love about NFTs is because not only can the creators of the NFTs make 10% or commissions off of selling the NFTs, but also you can funnel that money into a charity if needed. Movie theater chain, AMC, as you know, they began accepting cryptocurrency payments for their tickets that you can pay in Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash. 
Well, Regal, they won't be outdone. Today, they announced that they're also accepting array of cryptocurrency payments. And just a little comparison. AMC, they have 950 theaters around the world. At Regal, 514. Regal's list of payment options include... Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, Litecoin, plus stablecoins like USDC, DAI, and Gemini Dollar, or GUSD. Also, tokens, BAT, Cosmos, Chainlink, and others. So they have a bigger portfolio that they're accepting than AMC. They're teaming up with Flexa for their crypto payments, which is also used by Whole Foods, Baskin Robbins, Bed Bath Beyond, and Home Depot. If you guys wonder, is this really going to be a thing? Are people actually going to buy movie tickets with crypto? Well... CEO Adam Aaron of AMC said that on November 11th, that crypto already accounted for 14%. That's one four percent of AMC's online payments, which I think is absolutely crazy. I guess it shows you that there is a market for crypto payments. U.S. banking regulators, the Federal Reserve Board of Governors, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, or FDIC, and the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, the OCC, just finished several policy sprints designed to ready the country for crypto banking regulations. In a joint statement today, the Fed, the FDIC, the OCC set an ambitious agenda for 2022 relating to cryptocurrencies. With issues such as stablecoin issuance by banks and financial institutions taking custody of crypto assets to be decided. This has been done before, but we're going to do it again. Pokemon Go is taking things to a new level, enabling fold app users to catch Bitcoin rewards. Niantic Labs has partnered with Fold, the company behind Bitcoin Rewards app of the same name, to launch Fold AR, an augmented reality experience on the Fold mobile app. Instead of hunting for rare creatures, Fold app users will find and collect Bitcoin and other prizes by exploring the world around them. Rollout for Fold AR is on November 23rd, and it will allow a small number of users access to its beta experience for a limited time each day. Access will increase from November 23rd onwards so you're not going to be going out there just catching whole bitcoins it's going to be sats at first don't know how much how many sats you're going to be catching but it's going to get bigger and bigger over time and well if you are into pokemon go or that kind of like game experience please download this app and write in let me know how this is matthew aaron at decrypt.co billionaire beef billionaire beef we all love to watch billionaire beef tesla ceo elon musk and Binance ceo CZ Zhao today got into a feud surrounding Dogecoin. According to Binance, issues encountered over Dogecoin withdrawals are down to a, in quote, technical issue, caused because the exchange has, in quote, a different technical wallet set up for Doge. They said, since the incident occurred, Doge Network has been providing us with support, but we have rebuilt the wallet entirely, which is causing a delay that we expect may last another week or so. Elon Musk, the honorary Doge CEO, he was not really happy with this. He tweeted, Hey, CZ, what's going on with your Doge customers? Sounds shady. <laughs> Shots fired. Binance official Twitter account was the first to respond, saying that it was not shady. It had a little tone to it, too. It was like, it's not shady, but frustrating, and we're working on it. And then Musk replied, Doge holders and Binance should be protected from errors that are not their fault. And CZ got in. Elon, we're pretty certain this is an issue with the latest Doge wallet. We are in communications with the devs. Apologies for any inconvenience this may have caused you. Then he says, what happened here? As CZ puts a link to a software glitch that caused nearly 12,000 Tesla cars to be recalled over safety concerns. Shots fired back. Musk said, I don't use Binance. I tried at one point, but signing up was too many hoops to jump through. So no inconvenience for me personally, just raising this issue on behalf of other Doge holders. 
CZ replied, appreciate it. Now we're getting back to like calm level, like shots fired back and forth. They know that they both have something on the other person and now we're calming down a little bit. I overreacted a bit due to the word shady. The KYC part is tedious and we can't service you as customers. You can try Binance.us though. It's still a tedious sign up process, but we have Doze. We're working with the team to fix the issue ASAP. So there you go. Billionaire's beef. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I will maybe, possibly see you tomorrow. And I might not, but we'll have to wait and see. I don't know if this is really beneficial for a news show to be. Maybe I'll report on the news tomorrow, or maybe I won't. But you can weigh in, Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co, if you need some Thanksgiving news. Gobble, gobble. If I don't talk to you tomorrow, happy Thanksgiving. And if I do, I'll see you then. And until then, or until Friday, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>